save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hey, guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you. Huge thanks for the listens, the downloads, and subscriptions. Make sure you keep doing that all over the major platforms where you get your podcasts on your smartphone device. Hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports, and on Instagram, MikeLSports1979. Be on the lookout as well for my 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley segments and ML Sports takes. Those are video format, of course, on IGTV, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and on YouTube. A big thanks to CNY Electrical, commercial and residential electrical work. Lean on my man Sean and his team. Man, do they do great work at CNY Electrical. CNYElectrical.com in the greater New York State area. Big time thanks as well to Camillus Golf Club, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Place is amazing. Theme food days like Fish Friday and your Meat Loaf Monday, and of course the Pizza Wings. For all of the NFL playoffs, hot and cold subs as well. And don't forget about the desserts to go at Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor available on Grubhub. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and of course, you can get them on the Grubhub app as well. So, here we are. I mean, tonight, you know, the national championship game and... It's one of these things that every single title game, going back for years, tons and tons of storylines, right? Last year with LSU, the Deshaun Watson Clemson Tigers, going back to the BCS days, which I actually used to take out the C and just say BS. Tons and tons and tons of storylines. First of all, how did these teams get here, right? Like, we start with that. Alabama, by the way, has an 81% chance, or had an 81% chance to beat Notre Dame. Um, It has a 50.3% chance to win against Ohio State. A little bit different. And how did these teams get here? Well, Alabama got here by being, again, the best team in college football. It's really that simple. They got here by having a commissioner in the SEC that has balls. Who has balls? Uh, He did not beat around the bush like the Pac-12, like the Big Ten. He went all in from the start. 
Coronavirus be damned, we're playing football. And again, I'm not being insensitive. I'm not being, uh, you know, I'm not ignoring that there are people who are affected by Corona. You know, it's all case by case, like a lot of things in this world, right? I have a lot of friends who have gotten coronavirus, a lot. And I'm not just saying that for people, oh, well, he's, no, no. I have friends who have gotten it, many. I have relatives who have gotten it. I have relatives of relatives who have gotten it. Everybody's fine. Some other people are not fine for whatever circumstance. And that sucks. Everything is case by case. The SEC said, we're playing football. And it's no different in sports, case by case. Big Ten and Pac-12 sissied their way out of a season, came back and cried the blues, started to look at the books. Oh my God, we're going to lose so much money. Our TV people, we got to play. It's almost like the Washington Redskins, that's right, I said it, when they pulled the nickname. <laughs> Daniel Snyder and the Red, you know, the Redskins, oh, they finally did it. Well, you know why they did it? Because FedEx and Nike said, we're out unless you do it. Cancel culture, Right? And then Washington had to do it. New uniform, new look, new uh, new 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 logo, new this, because corporate money pulled. Same thing with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Oh my God, we're going to lose so much money. They decided to play. Alabama, best team in college football, Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, the quarterback, Najee Harris, the running back, greatest coach of all time, and Nick Saban. They got here by steamrolling everybody, for the most part. Remember that year that Texas A&M had? How close Jimbo Fisher is? 52-24, game two of the season. Have a nice day. Georgia's getting close. They've got the number one recruiting class. They're closing the door. 41-24. Have a nice day. Alabama wins. Auburn, top 25 team. Look out. It's a rivalry. The Iron Bowl. Oh, my God. 42-13, rather. The only real game where Alabama, boy, they almost went down, and if they had lost, they still would have gotten in the playoff, was obviously against Florida on December 19th. That was really the one in the SEC title game. That, that was it. Other than that, eh, they killed everybody. They killed Notre Dame. They killed Arkansas. They killed LSU, Auburn, Kentucky. You know, I mean, they killed everybody. They killed Mississippi State, Tennessee, Georgia, Ole Miss. They killed Texas A&M, and they beat Missouri. They killed people. And you look up and down, and it was Najee Harris, and it was Mac Jones, and it was Mechie, and it was Devontae Smith. And you know what's amazing? The best player in college football, arguably, was Jalen Waddle when he went down. The most exciting player, the best player, the most impactful player. He gets injured, no problem. <laughs> How many teams in college football can lose their best player and have a guy in the same unit win the Heisman Trophy? This program is absurd. Alabama is absurd. Ohio State, on the other hand, they got here by rules changing every day because why wouldn't they? Right? We live in the land of hypocrisy. We live in the land of inconsistency. We live in the land of all sorts of bullshit in between. The Big Ten comes up and says, whoa, 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 we got to play football. This is crazy. 
The SEC's done it. The ACC has done it. The Big 12 has done it. What are we doing? We're losing our money. It's fine. It's safe to play. What were we thinking after the fact that all these college football players, including Justin Fields of Ohio State, the quarterback, more on him in a second, they pushed. They wanted to play. So finally Ohio State plays football, right? Remember that way back when? Remember that? Feels like 15, 20 years ago, doesn't it? They finally got their shit together and played football late October. Remember that? The week before Halloween? Yeah, we'll play. Sure. Because, man, those TV contracts look really bad if we don't play. We don't have any fans, but, man, we got to play because of TV money. Right? Hypocrites. Inconsistency. Sure. Why not? What isn't? What, what doesn't fall in those two categories these days, right? Ohio State only played six games to get to the national championship. Uh, not national championship. Seven games to the title game. Six games to get into the college football playoff. And they killed everybody except Indiana. Indiana had a great year. I, I was impressed with Indiana this year. But they killed Nebraska. They beat Penn State when they were a top 20 team. Penn State fell down the stairs after that. They beat Rutgers handily. Right? Maryland game was canceled, beat Indiana by 7. Illinois game was canceled, beat Michigan State by 40. Michigan game was canceled, travesty. And they beat Northwestern by 12, and they didn't kill North- Northwestern. I stand corrected. That was a Big Ten title game where uh, it was actually nose-to-nose. I watched a lot of that game, um, and I had a little bit of a brain fart there. I was thinking that they did win by three or four touchdowns, but they won by 12, a couple of scores. And the reason they won was because they are the better team. They out-toughed Northwestern in the fourth quarter, and Trey Sermon won off, and more on him in a minute as well. 331 yards in that game. Ohio State then had petition after petition, call after call, to get them to, right, well, before that, before the Northwestern game, oh, my gosh, you got you got to let them in. you got to let, you got to let the Buckeyes into the National Championship game, uh, or, or the Big Ten Championship game, rather. And if they win, we got to get them into the playoff. This is Ohio State, the brand, the brand, right? The fan base. Got to get them in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it looked silly seeing a 6-0 and team in the Big Ten Championship game. It looked silly in the college football playoff seeing 7-0 and next to Alabama 12-0. But that's how it is. Do I think Ohio State would have rolled Michigan? Sure. Illinois, of course. Maryland? Mm-hmm. They would have killed everybody. The remaining six games, they would have destroyed everybody probably. The Big Ten was shit this year outside of Ohio State and Indiana and a partial Northwestern season. They, of course, lost to Michigan State this year when they were riding high. So they are, I don't even think they were as good as some people thought either. I mean, if you lose to Michigan State and you know you can't control your emotion of that game um, you know, after you had had the ridiculous success beating Wisconsin the week before... I like Pat Fitzgerald a lot, but I mean, how good was Northwestern, right? They were a top 15 team in the Big Ten, whatever, you know. They hung with Ohio State. They were probably a solid team, but I mean, they're not top five. They're not top ten. And I'm not saying that Northwestern had a bad year. They also won their bowl game. They had a very, they pr- they had a very nice year for Northwestern. Let's put it at that. But they're not a giant killer, you know. I mean, they're not. They beat Auburn. In the Citrus Bowl, it's a great win for Pat Fitzgerald. They finished the year seven and two, six and one in conference. It's a nice year for them, really good year. But they're not like a college football titan, you know. 
They are what they are, and that's fine. There's a lot of programs this year that would love to be Northwestern. <coughs> Syracuse. So, Ohio State got here that way. Those ways. They deserve to be in the championship game. They absolutely shellacked Clemson. Alabama outclassed Notre Dame. That game could have been a 50-point victory, I thought. And Ohio State had, in my opinion, up until this point, the most impressive victory of the season. They went at Clemson 100 ways to Sunday, and they beat the living piss out of them. Trey Sermon, outstanding. Justin Fields, outstanding. And the Ohio State Buckeyes, and I talked about this before the playoff, they were closer to Clemson than Notre Dame to Alabama. I've heard a million people talk about this. Well, all Notre Dame needs is edge speed. All they need is outside perimeter speed. If they can get some perimeter speed in the secondary, they're right there with Alabama. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. Because they don't have Mac Jones. They don't have Najee Harris. They don't have Devontae Smith. And Brian Kelly, really, really, really good head coach, is not Nick Saban. And they don't have the horses up front on both sides of the ball. They don't. They just don't. They don't. So it's not perimeter defense. And I, again, David Pollock, Todd McShay, college football insiders galore, keep them coming. I didn't play the game. They did great. I also have two eyes. I also cover college football. <laughs> Notre Dame needs a lot more than perimeter secondary speed to keep up with Alabama. Are you absolutely joking right now? I mean, it's it's layers of stuff. I did a podcast on this weeks ago. It's layers of things why Clemson and Alabama are the top dogs in the land above everybody. Layers and layers and layers. I mean, Georgia is out recruiting these programs every couple years out of four or five, and they're they're not even close to Alabama in a head-to-head. Perimeter speed and the secondary is all they need. Give me a break. So these two teams are really, really good. Ohio State, I, I feel, would have gone undefeated no matter what. They passed a look test. At first, I said, mm, boy, I don't know, six games, five games rather. You know, they, they passed a look test. But, man, you know, it would have been nice to have had a full season. Gosh, you know, should they really be there? You know, the Big Ten. But you know what? Why penalize Ohio State? Because the Big Ten commissioner is a moron. And their powers that be are idiots. Why penalize them? We all know they would have wrecked Illinois, wrecked Maryland, wrecked Michigan. They would have gone undefeated. The Big Ten, not that good this year. They passed the look test. They're one of the best teams in the country. And then we said, well, go prove it for me, right? Like, really go prove it. And they did. They killed Clemson. Just out-hustled them, beat them on third downs. Trey Sermon and Justin Fields were the two best players on the field, probably. Fields overcoming the big hit, of course. And now we're set up for the national championship game. We have the Heisman winner in Devontae Smith. We have the best program in college football. We have arguably the best team single season we've ever seen in Alabama. LSU fans, if you are hearing this, you're going to be pissed. But they're in the conversation. I'm not saying that they're better than last year's LSU team, but they're in the talk, right? They're in the conversation. And we just have a lot going on in this game. And Ohio State was a lot closer to Clemson than Notre Dame was to Alabama going in. And Alabama, by the way, and Ohio State, the gap between these two teams, 
now we've learned, is not as great as Alabama and Clemson. Two teams that I thought were really head and shoulders above everybody else. And by the way, let me quickly say this. Before I get down to who's going to win this game and some little matchups and whatnot, I am so tired of hearing the narrative that, well, Clemson didn't play anybody, so by the time they got to the college football playoff and had to play a big boy, they weren't ready to play. Nope. That's not how sports work. You play the schedule that you have. No matter what your schedule dictates in the beginning of the year, in September, October, November, it does not matter when you play the game against Ohio State. You play on that day. You're either good or you're not. Or you're somewhere in between. Or you're great or you're awful or somewhere in between. It's this day today only, period, end of discussion. I always bring this example up. And if you're a baseball fan, you remember this like it was yesterday. In 2006, the Tigers and Cardinals played in the World Series. The Cardinals won the World Series. Great team. Pujols in the gang. But the entire year, the American League was dominating. They crushed in the interleague. I mean, the Yankees were really, really good that year. There were like four or five World Series legit contenders out of the American League. Obviously, the Tigers included. They won the pennant. And the whole talk was the entire year. All the radio shows. All the articles. I remember it. <laughs> I read them every day. The American League's going to kill the National League no matter what ha- I mean, who doesn't matter who's in here, right? The ALDS, the ALCS, well, this very well might be the real World Series. And then, ba-boom, the Cardinals beat the Tigers on the big stage. Best of seven. Cardinals play the weaker schedule? Yes. Did they have the weaker division? Absolutely. Interleague play, National League, was worse? A hundred percent. But it wasn't about any of that. It was about a one-game, a seven-game series against another team. The Cardinals didn't have to play 120 games again to win the World Series. They played seven, best of seven, against the Tigers. It was about that series and that series only. They didn't have to play the Yankees and the Red Sox and this team and that team. They had to play one series. So Clemson, even though they only played Wake Forest, the Citadel, Virginia, Syracuse, BC, but okay, the schedule was weak, the ACC's down. They still played Notre Dame twice, lost one without Trevor Lawrence, by the way, and they still played Miami a team that at the time was a top 10 team and, oh, by the way, at the end of the year was still 8-3. and three. Turnover chains be damned. They weren't elite, but they were 8-3. and three. I mean, it's not like, you know, they played the Citadel 12 times. <laughs> you know, they still played Notre Dame twice and, and, uh, and Miami, you know. So the schedule wasn't all fluff, all cotton balls. You know, a lot of it was, but that's not why they lost their schedule. It wasn't. This game's going to be great. I'm pumped up for it. You know, it's going to be on a standalone Monday night tonight. I can't wait for it. Um, Ohio State, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson, you know, in the college football playoff, one of the things that I love about the playoff, love about the playoff, and love about the title game, and by the way, I'm a four-team-only proponent. With all due respect to Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati and A&M and Florida and all these other teams, uh... I don't need more than four because I don't need eight teams so that Coastal Carolina can lose by 60 to Alabama. I, I, I don't need that. I don't need Cincinnati to go up and lose by 40 to Ohio State. Oh, but you know, you can't predict that. Well, look at college football. I kind of can. Kind of can. 
I love watching these games because not only are these teams powerhouses, but you look at these players and you go, man, look at the pros in this game, right? It's like when you watch a, 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 a heavyweight battle of college basketball teams with Jim Nance calling the game on a Monday night and you're like, wow. NBA, 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 right? You just go through the whole, right, kit and caboodle. Same thing here. Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, Waddle hopefully is back. Um, Mechie, I mean, Waddle's hopefully 100%. You know, all these players, right? Fields and Sermon. <clears throat> and I look at this. And Ohio State, Trey Sermon at running back. Is there a little bit of Ezekiel Elliott here? Mm-hmm. There sure is. Do I know that he'll have that kind of success in the pros? I don't. But he very well could because there's a little bit of that in Trey Sermon. I think the same thing for Najee Harris. I'm not saying he's going to go to the NFL and be Derrick Henry, but there's a chance. Devontae Smith, all these guys, pro, 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 pro across the field. I'm going to break this thing down a little bit further next. ML Sports Platter back with you. Thanks so much to Ken's Auto Detailing and Axe Exotic Pets. I'm going to pick Alabama in this game. I think it's going to be high scoring 45 to 41. One possession type game, back and forth, great coaching, Saban and Day, players galore, Mac Jones, Harris, Devontae Smith, and Waddle and Mechie, and Fields and Sermon and the talented, dynamic wide receiver core of the Buckeyes, I think it'll come down to a typical Alabama thing. They get the big catch. They get the big stop on third down. Maybe it's the game clock that's more controlled by Nick Saban. Maybe it's a turnover in the third quarter. Right? All those things that happen... Alabama makes those plays in the end more than anybody in the country. And I just can't wait for this. I really can't wait for this game. I think this is going to be an epic shootout. I think it's going to feature exactly what everybody hoped for. I am surprised. I did think Clemson and Alabama would be here again. I was wrong. I pick Clemson to beat Ohio State, but I also say kudos to Ohio State. Kudos to Justin Fields and all the rest of the players in the Big Ten for pushing the conference to play football. Because what would have happened for all these guys in Ohio State if they didn't get to play? They wouldn't be here. Big Ten's a joke. The leadership is poor. It's inconsistent. It's hypocritical. We have the best ideas in mind for the student-athlete. False. Cha-ching. Open up the cash register and see all of your empty money. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing how Ohio State attacks Alabama in terms of the defense. How do you control multiple studs at wide receiver? Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner, 1,641 yards, 20 touchdowns, 105 catches. Do you play zone? Do you play man? Do you double team? Somebody's going to be open if you double. Right? I also will say, and this is, I got a couple more quick little final thoughts. Number one, it's going to be really, really interesting, 
really, really interesting. If Ohio State wins and Justin Fields goes off against a Saban defense, if you don't think it means something to NFL coaches and GMs when a quarterback shreds a Nick Saban defense, and again, I know that this isn't the old Nick Saban defense. I, I, I get that. But shreds, let's say, just Nick Saban in general. Let's just go there. By the way, I didn't know that Nick Saban was born in West Virginia. Interesting. Um, and I brought up his bio for a reason, and I'll, I'll end with that in a second. Justin Fields, if he goes toe-to-toe, if he plays great against Saban's Alabama powerhouse, and I understand Ohio State's name, brand, etc., powerhouse, they're still not Alabama. Justin Fields can lap Trevor Lawrence in the draft because him going up against Clemson and a Brent Venables, I think I just said Brent Venables for the 400th time in the last two weeks, by the way. Um, you know, ripping to shreds of Brent Venables' defense and beating Nick Saban. I think that somebody would go, whoop, hang on, let's go back and look at the tape. If they like what they see, they will be a prisoner of the moment and take Justin Fields. And maybe that'll be a good pick for their franchise. We don't know right now. Finally, Nick Saban. There's no doubt in my mind that he's the greatest coach of all time in college. No doubt. Folks, he's going to be going for his seventh national championship. 03, 09, 11, 12, 15, 17. He's got five with Alabama. He's got one with LSU. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The numbers, they're crazy. And, again, living during the time... To see this guy coach has been, seriously, man, it's been an unbelievable, unbelievable blessing as a sports fan. Alabama 45, Ohio State 41. Enjoy the game. Mike Lindsley with you. ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Make sure that you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. A big thanks to Stanley Law Offices. It's simple. Just call Joe. Log on to your favorite personal injury attorney's website, stanleylawoffices.com. Thanks also to Bryant and Stratton College, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Hides of Liverpool, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning with Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Go find him on LinkedIn and Facebook, advisors.massmutual.com. We went with Brian Conboy. Our financial future is secure Super, super happy that we did. Brian's an all-around great guy as well. Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. Also want to say thank you again to you, just the listeners, the downloaders, the subscribers, the viewers on my on my YouTube stuff and all the videos that I pump out there. Without you, couldn't make this platform happen. Part of you, the Whitaker family, the Swan family, thanks for your support as well. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, 
and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.